A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today we're talking about social media and a few things along with that. We're talking about the positive slash negative effects of social media, how you use social media, this whole trending situation of what's in and what's out and all things in between. And we're gonna get right into this one. I really don't have much of an intro this week. I feel like the past few episodes, there's always been something to update you all on, talk about, fill you in on. I really do enjoy filling you girls in on my personal endeavors and just my life so that you can feel that like closeness to me so that you feel like you know me more than just the topics I speak about. But this was a very slow week, just getting back into the groove of, you know, regularity and routine, which I absolutely needed. I am back in the gym, which I do go to Orange Theory, I think I mentioned. So back in Orange Theory, getting into a healthier lifestyle after vacationing for a while. And that's really it. Most of you can probably relate after the holidays, Christmas, the New Year's, everything else going on. It's just, it was a busy time. So now it's time to slow down and relax 
and get right into our topic at hand, which is, like I said, social media. So this really came to be because right now we are at the height of witnessing yet again another this trend is in, this trend is out thing. And I see all the girls running around like a chicken without a head, going crazy, going shopping, getting rid of things, revamping their wardrobe, like just too much is going on. And I just want to be the one to say, stop. Stop letting social media control your life. Stop letting these trends dictate and determine your life, how you're going to look, what you're going to wear, so on and so forth. These people are honestly gaslighters. I mean, I hate to even use that word because it's so, so negative. And I think that word is meant to be obviously with bad intentions, like master manipulation. However, even if they don't have bad intentions behind it, I don't know what their intentions are. Because to me, it's all clickbait. It's all for views. It's just to like get people going. It's a little bit of controversy. It's putting things out there that you know people will disagree with. So I get it. I mean, if you look at any video that tells you like, here's how to go viral on TikTok. It's like, be super opinionated be controversial, like get out there and have people disagreeing with you. And part of me feels like that's what these girls are doing who are telling you what's in and what's out. I don't know if they're doing it because they're legitimate like fashion forecasters. I don't think that they are the fashion police and taking over Joan Rivers career. I I, just crazy. I mean, the, the people who tell you clean girl aesthetic is in, go get all these products, slick your hair back, minimal makeup, blah, 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 are the same people who are now telling you clean girl aesthetic is out. Like, I can almost guarantee you that these people don't even follow their own rules. I can guarantee you that these people are not switching out their beauty and wardrobe and clothing and everything every five months. I mean, really? Like, now mob wife era is in, so go get this now. When five months ago, it was minimalist everything. Like I said, slick back hair, clean looks only, And today, a few weeks later, a couple months later, now they want gaudy and fluffy and furry and over-the-top everything and big Italian vibes and mob whatever, like mob looks. These people just told you to buy everything the complete opposite. They just told you to get the most minimal shit you can find and now they're telling you to get rid of all of it. I'm sorry, but you can't be telling people what's in and what's out four to five times a year. It's too much. What happened to personal style? Can we bring that back? That's what I want to see. I want to see people dress in the way that suits them. I think everyone will be so much happier in life if they just wore what they wanted to wear, did their makeup how they wanted to do their makeup, style their hair how they wanted to style their hair. Like, Everyone just does this thing where we hop on board with whatever is trending at the moment because I think that a lot of girls are convinced that their value increases. Like they are, I think it really started back with this whole like main character energy, which like even I have episodes talking about main character energy, but it's different. I'm not telling you like, here's how to be the main character. I'm telling you to embody being the main character of your life. Whereas I think there was the whole thing on TikTok about like, Here's what an it girl wears. Here's what the main character does. And now I think people feel like if they're on these trend, their value increases or they get approval by strangers, which is like the worst 
thing in the world. Like if you need approval or external validation from anyone, let alone strangers on the internet, you're doing it all wrong. Like where is your self-esteem at? Where is your confidence at? Just because these strangers are online are telling you, do this, do that. It doesn't change anything about you, your self-worth, your value, how you'll even see yourself or feel about yourself. Like genuinely, you will not feel better about yourself for following what other people tell you to do. The only time, I am not kidding when I say the only time you will feel your best is when you find your own personal style that makes you feel the best, that you feel the most comfortable in. And guess what? I don't care if that's a plain white tee and jeans and some Converse. Like, I don't care what it is because all that matters is how you feel in it. If you feel comfortable, I believe you have the best day, the best night. There is nothing better. Let's let's actually rephrase this. There is nothing worse than going out feeling uncomfortable. I can think of how many times I wore an outfit that I regretted or even shoes that I regretted. There is nothing worse than feeling uncomfortable and feeling uncomfortable in your own skin. You just can't enjoy yourself. It's going to absolutely consume your mind. So now let's go back. There's nothing better than just feeling right. Feeling like, yes, this is what suits me in my own skin. I feel so good. I feel so comfortable right now. No regrets around this. And all those girls who are online telling you this look is in, this look is out. They'll never even know what the fuck you're wearing because they're not in your life. (laughs) Nor would it matter if they were, but they're not going to see you. They don't see your outfits on the weekends. They don't see what you're wearing when you're going to lunch and brunch and dinner with your friends and whatnot. Like, so it doesn't matter what they're saying because they're simply behind the phone. They're simply behind a screen. And why I'm like very certain that these people are not true fashionistas or forecasters is because when you look to the real like iconic people in the fashion or even the beauty space, like Karl Lagerfeld, I believe it was his quote. I hope that this is the right person who said it. I don't think that it was Coco Chanel. I think it was Karl Lagerfeld. It was something in like the Chanel world. But he once said, trendy is the last stage before tacky. And that is so fucking true. Think about that. Trendy is the last stage before tacky. If you are trying so hard to keep up with everyone else, blend in, fit into the masses, you have no sense of timelessness, no sense of personal style, no sense of true high quality because it's like you're you're getting things that are probably cheaper because you're constantly reinventing yourself. You're constantly refilling up your wardrobe, which is why fast fashion brands like Shein are so popular and they're never going to go out of business no matter how much these protesters try to put brands like uh, Shein out of business it's just never going to happen because you have all of these girls who are doing full wardrobe shopping sprees i'm talking an entire summer wardrobe for 300 bucks getting an entire winter wardrobe from top to bottom and outerwear and coat and shoes and all these things and it's costing them for 40 to 50 pieces the price of one high quality real authentic coat like a nice fur coat or or whatever just not even fur just a a a slow fashion high quality good fabric made quote uh coat (laughs) quote good coat you know what i'm trying to say i mean let's even talk about the dyson blow dryer for a second girls are out here buying 
I believe it's like $500, maybe more, maybe a little bit less, but it, it's a few hundred dollars, right? The Dyson that comes with all the pieces and all that, that don't even know how to do their hair. And this Dyson is useless to them. I can't even tell you how many friends I have that got it and do not use it or got it. And maybe they use it like to blow out, blow dry their hair, but they don't know how to do the right blow out. So they're just blow drying it like the way I blow dry with my regular blow dryer, just blowing it dry because they don't know how to use it. So the these expensive items that they're getting because everybody else is talking about them. Everybody else is saying that you have to have them. Meanwhile, at what cost? At what cost? Now you have this thing because everybody else says you have to have it and you don't even know how to use it. Doesn't even work right for you just because somebody else said so. I mean, for me, I know that I suck at styling hair. So I stick to what I know and I just blow dry it. Like I said, a regular blow dryer. I have a pretty good blow dryer. I would say that it's probably like $130 or so. I posted on my story saying like, I just need a good blow dryer because mine sucked. It was like, there was no power to it. I feel like it took forever to dry my hair. So I wanted a new one and had everybody recommend this one. I honestly couldn't even tell you what I have because it was not a brand that I ever heard of, but they said they used it at hair salons and whatnot. And I simply got it to dry my hair faster because <laughs> I hate spending 15, 20 minutes blow drying my hair. Give me five to 10 minutes and I'm done. And then that's it. I blow it dry. And then when I have those crinkled pieces, like wavy curly pieces underneath or in the back, I straighten over it, okay? I stick to what I know because it works and it looks fine on me. And forget it, not to mention my makeup routine. I have been doing the same makeup routine forever. The only thing that has changed is that I no longer do a winged eyeliner. <laughs> I got out of that era a really long time ago, but that's the only thing I changed because it's what works for me. I Even if I've changed the product, like the actual brand itself, if I tried a different foundation, a different concealer, whatever, I still have followed the same routine, the same way, with the same order of everything. Everything goes in the same exact order, no matter how many times I've seen trends being like, no, you have to underbake or whatever the word is. You have to do your concealer and powder first then you do your foundation and then you do the bra like whatever I've seen all different things that they say no you got to change this order change that uh, 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 uh. no okay I stick to the same thing that gives me the same exact look at the end every time again minus the winged eyeliner that I ended back in like college I just do that because it looks good on my face and then of course going back to clothing when it comes to clothes and your wardrobe and all that, I feel like the secret hack to really enjoying and appreciating and respecting your wardrobe is truly to just find your own personal style. And then buy timeless pieces around that style. Fill up a timeless wardrobe around your personal style. Just wear what flatters you, looks good on you, makes you feel comfortable in your body type, feels true to you, what you genuinely like, and just an honest representation of yourself and your vibes. And if you get that, it will never go out of style. And of course, a few things will because your personal style at 15 will be different than your personal style at 20, which will be different than your personal style at 30. You know, like things change as you change because you go from being in high school to being in college to being a young adult to having a corporate job to being a mom like you know so different seasons of your life may call for 
different vibes, absolutely. But for the most part, you as a person, if you go with those timeless pieces, then you will at least have things that can stay in your wardrobe for years and years and years to come. And I get where some girls are, you know, having the mindset about, let's go back to Shein. These super cheap things allow you to get so much though for your money. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life, and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash for the girls we're all girls here so i think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off we wear bras because we have to not because we want to but today's sponsor honey love just might be the thing that changes that for you say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat honey love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. But what difference does it make if you end up getting rid of all of it every time that one trend is out? Or what difference does it make if you only wear things once or twice like if you shop for one occasion or if you just shop for a vacation then you wear all these things one time they hang up in your closet and then you never wear them again so say this you spent five hundred dollars on a brand like Shein or whatever else your your brand of choices that allows you to get freaking 20 things you know 30 things for that amount of money whatever I'm just making that up and then instead what if you bought two full outfits top to bottom like shirt pants shoes maybe like a little jacket like probably not a full coat but a little jacket whatever like 
nice pair of pants, a nice top, good pair of shoes, and a nice little like jacket or something to go over it, and you spent $500. And those two outfits lasted you forever that you could wear all different ways. You could dress them up, you can dress them down, you could put a pair of heels, you could put a pair of flats, you can switch the shirts with the pants, you could switch the jackets with the shirts. Like if you can recreate a couple different outfits out of those two timeless outfits, and now you wear them all the time. So now you take your $500 and you actually invest it into multiple outfits through just these few pieces because you're able to reuse them and rewear them. And like I said, you could dress them up or down so they're good for the day or they're good for the night or sometimes they could even be multi-seasonal. You could wear, you could get away with something from the summer through the winter, the spring, the fall, as opposed to spending your $500 and getting a bunch of stuff that you wear one time, maybe twice, or that you get rid of, or that you look at it and say, what the fuck was I thinking when I got this? So do you see what I'm saying? Like, what if you spent the same amount of money, but just got less for your money? What if you actually prioritized quality over quantity? And then slowly, you build up the perfect wardrobe. You build up your capsule wardrobe. So everything could be reused into a bunch of different outfits. Like if you have a good pair of solid white pants, a good pair of solid black pants, a nice pair of jeans, like you could do, let's say three pairs of jeans. Let's say you have five pants total, a white pair, a black pair, dark blue jeans, light blue jeans, and then like a, a black or gray pair of jeans, whatever. Do you realize how many different ways that you could wear those things? If you have a good pair of heels, a good pair of flats, good pair of loafers or mules, like, you know, say four pairs of like solid shoes. And then of course with tops, you're always gonna have a bunch of tops. Let's say you have like 15 really nice shirts, a black shirt, a white shirt, a sweater, like whatever. You could rewear these outfits so many ways. I need you guys to look up like, whether it be TikToks or YouTube videos of influencers who actually help you build a capsule wardrobe where they actually help you find timeless, classic essentials that you could reuse and rewear and restyle so many different ways. In my opinion, timeless is the goal. And there are a lot of girls out there who feel the same way and they help you build that timeless wardrobe and at least you'll feel like you're investing your money rather than wasting your money or spending all your money you're actually investing it into things that are sustainable and things that last because honestly i feel like all of this trendy beauty and fashion stuff lately is the new hustle culture like i thought hustle culture was out but i've realized that it's actually still a thing just in a different way it may not be in a businessy way but I really think that it's like taken on a new like area. I feel like all this new fashion and beauty in and out and trending and this and that is becoming like an absolute rat race. It's all just one big pissing contest, chasing trends, one-upping people, wanting the latest fad as soon as it launches. It just feels like everyone is trying so hard to like be the best and have the most and do the most. and. I personally refuse to let that get me down. I get what I truly desire. I I buy the things that I really, really, truly want rather than like 
impulsive spending, which I absolutely used to do. I used to be a big impulse shopper, but I love my favorite thing is when something that I kind of want isn't in stock in my size. I'm like, oh, thank you. It wasn't meant to be. I wasn't 100% sure of it. But if it was in my size, I probably would have bought it. And now that it's not in my size, I'm so thankful. But I leave it at that. Like I said, I refuse to let it get me down when I see all these other amazing things, beautiful things that people have, things that I could probably even afford myself. But I'm like, do I deeply, deeply desire that? Do I really feel like, oh my God, I need to have that? No, probably not. Okay, so then I get what I truly want. And then, like I said, I leave it at that. I don't like to let myself feel stressed or lack. I refuse to ever tap into a scarcity mindset or a lack mindset. When you start to feel like you don't have enough or other people have way more than you, that's when social media really starts tearing you down, taking you down. But it's not social media doing it. It's you doing it to yourself really because it's your own mindset. Because you and I could watch the same exact video both not having this amazing, beautiful, gorgeous bag. And I could scroll right past it being unfazed because I'm like, eh, I don't feel like I need it. It's great that they have it. It's beautiful. If somebody gifted it to me, I would love it. But it's just not something I would buy for myself. Whereas you could be like, look at this girl. She's so lucky. She has everything. I have nothing. I don't have any of these nice things. Like it makes you feel worse about yourself. What should really be in this year? Forget clean girl aesthetic, forget mob wife aesthetic. What should really be in the true aesthetic is just minding your own business. I don't feel stressed about what everyone's talking about or saying you should or shouldn't be doing because I'm just minding my business. And I think we'd all be better. Everyone <laughs> would be better off if we all just minded our business, if everybody just minded their business, I am perfectly fine with being an outfit repeater. I am perfectly fine with having plain makeup that looks the same every single time I do it that never changes. I am perfectly fine with not having big, bouncy, Dyson blown out hair and just having my typical plain hair. It honestly creates a way less stressful life for me. Truly, I, I, I do not stress about what other people look like or what they have because I just mind my own business. It saves me money. Like I said, I'm at least investing my money into sustainability instead of feeling like I need to constantly waste it or spend it. And it gives me peace of mind. I'm happy with myself. I'm content with myself. Being an outfit repeater, having my plain beauty, it all gives me peace of mind. Like I said, I'm not perfect. I definitely used to be that girl who thought I needed a new outfit for every occasion. Every time I went out with my friends or had an event to go to, I would buy a whole new outfit. And guess where all that shit is now? What did I say before? It's all gone. And when people are buying all this cheap shit or trendy shit, they wear it once and they let it go. All of mine, garbage or donated or sold. All I know is that it's not in my closet. It's not on my body. It was all trendy shit from the mall that I would never have worn five plus years later. I mean, granted, I was younger when I was doing this, like in college, you know, early 20s. So I didn't realize the importance of quality over quantity at that time, the same way I just said that a lot of people probably don't realize. So if that's you, if you're in that phase where you're like, more is more, you know, you don't understand the importance of less is more yet, Please listen to me carefully. Less is absolutely more. Outfit repeating is absolutely a lifesaver. You do not need a new outfit for every function you go to. You just need a timeless wardrobe that you can restyle and wear different ways so that they feel new. 
They don't have to be new. They don't have to be the first time you wore it. But if you style it differently with the different timeless things that you have, then it'll feel like the first time you're wearing it because it's the first time you're wearing it this way instead of that way. But we really got to go back to that whole confidence thing where I was just starting to go with that saying, you know, about that scarcity mindset, that lack mindset. I think all of this comparison stuff and the rat racing and the pissing contest that I was talking about, all of that can really put someone down it could really make you feel bad about yourself but this is why confidence is so important this is why being strong from within is so important I've talked before about how my confidence has nothing to do with surface level stuff I am confident based on my own traits from deep down within so when somebody if somebody were to ask me now what makes you confident or how are you confident I couldn't even genuinely tell you where it comes from because it's so rooted deep 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 down imagine like a plant out in the soil in the dirt and the roots go all the way far down they're growing all the way down that's like my confidence, it's rooted deep down as opposed to somebody who feels confident based on surface level things. If you feel confident based on, like we just said, your wardrobe, your hair, your makeup, what you do have, all of this abundance of items and, you know, overconsumption of things. If you feel confident based on that, then you're going to feel insecure if you feel that lack. If you play this comparison game and if you look at what someone else has and you make that determine that you have so much less, that you don't have enough, then your confidence is not sustainable. Your confidence is too surface level to stick around. Your confidence is based on things that are ever changing. Your confidence is not here to stay and it's not rooted within your the every fiber of your being and who you are to your core it's not based on who you are in the soul it's not based on your energy your heart your mind it's simply based on things things that you have so when there are things that you don't have that confidence is going to be completely stripped from you this might be an unpopular opinion but i just have to say it social media and all this influencer stuff and materialistic things is only negative if you allow it. I mean, this isn't new, right? We always had magazines with overconsumption of materialistic things and models and, you know, certain body types and whatnot. Like, that's always existed. We had it in magazines. We had it on billboards. We had it in commercials. We had it in movies. We Like, we've had all of these things since the beginning of time. So social media is just a new vehicle to present the same information to you that's always existed designer things have always existed beauty fads have always existed riches and all materialistic items always existed it's just being presented to us in maybe more real time or maybe more real people as opposed to celebrities and models because it's people on the internet but it's still the same shit that's always existed so this isn't anything new that's super negative or super toxic or super bad for us to see it's the same way that magazines once back in the day were not responsible for making people feel good so social media is not either instagram or tiktok or the people on it are not responsible for making everybody feel good all the time it might offend people but it is the truth so 
if no one else is going to say it, then I'm just going to say it. Creators and influencers are not responsible for catering to you, for making you feel good. They, sometimes I see these creators who give just the most bizarre phony disclaimers like they'll do their Christmas haul where they like share all the gifts that they got or they'll do like a shopping haul oh I went to this store I bought all this stuff and then in the beginning they give this disclaimer like I know I'm very privileged I know that not everybody has all these things I know that blah 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 like they're just putting this phony show out there to give like a trigger warning to people who need to know like that they don't think any more highly of themselves than they think of you. They, they don't think these things are important. Like, oh, fucking please. This person is having a field day with all their Christmas gifts, with all their new items that they just bought at the store. They don't give a shit. They're just putting these disclaimers out there because they're afraid of being canceled. They're afraid of hurting everybody's feelings. And quite frankly, I just think everybody needs to have more self-esteem. I think social media is a tool And it's simply up to you how you use that tool. So you could be a consumer, you could be a creator, you could be a seller, you could be an entertainer, you could be an educator, you could be a scroller. You could be somebody who gets hyper fixated on other people. You could be somebody who does this comparison game. You could be somebody who uplifts other people. You could be somebody who's a hype man. Like, what is it? You could use it for art. Like, social media is nothing more than a tool that you get to decide how you use it you have to ask yourself like why do you care what other people have why does it matter to you if they give you this disclaimer if they if they give you you know some trigger warning to what you're about to see is excessive and I have tons of things that you know I spent my money on or that my family bought me or my boyfriend bought me like why does it matter to you? You have to ask yourself, why do I care? Why am I comparing myself to what this stranger has? How does it affect me? Or does it even affect me at all? Because quite frankly, it shouldn't affect me. So why am I making it affect me? Why is my mindset going in that direction? Every single time that you compare yourself to other people, you're focusing on what you don't have rather than what you do have. When quite frankly, you probably have so much more than you even realize. There's probably millions of people in the world right now that are wishing they were in your position, that are wishing they had what you have. So we need to put that into perspective and realize how grateful we are and should be for what we do have. If we can practice gratitude for whatever it is that we have, we're going to live every single day of life in abundance mode and then comparison won't ever affect us because it won't matter to focus on what we don't have because it doesn't matter what we don't have since what we don't have doesn't affect us it doesn't belong to us it's not ours it belongs to somebody else it's theirs and what's theirs is not mine so what's theirs does not affect me I always 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 have my coaching clients the girls who come to me for confidence coaching work on gratitude stuff like I always have us do some gratitude practices whether it be just quick rundown I'm grateful for this about my body this about my house this about my family this about my friends this about my relationships I'm grateful for this about my life like whatever it might be I always have my clients do some sort of work on gratitude because I think it's just really grounding I think it really centers you and I think that it can bring you back to a place where like I said let's say social media for example like where when you have these tools you use them for good you use them in a positive light 
Like I said, social media is only negative if you let it be. And I think when you have the attitude of gratitude rather than the attitude of lack, social me- you're not going to see social media as this toxic, dark place because you're not going to be sitting on there so consumed with other people. You're going to use it as a tool for good. I think gratitude is the ultimate abundance mindset. If you're struggling to really tap into your abundant mindset and you feel like you do struggle a lot with that scarcity or lack mindset, you have to realize like what you're really lacking is thankfulness and appreciation for certain things. So the more that you practice gratitude, the more thankful you are, the more you appreciate certain things. So it expands the positivity around that certain thing. Practicing gratitude is so good for us. It's good for our brains. It's good for our bodies. When you feel grateful for yourself, your body, the big things, the small things, and every little thing in between, you're you're ultimately living a healthier, like your mindset will be healthier. And there's such a connection between the mind and body. It's like mind, body, soul, mind, body, spirit, whatever. Like it's all one. So that healthier mindset allows you to have a a healthier physical lifestyle. So your wellness is just so much more well-rounded. One of my favorite sayings is control the controllables. I know I've talked about this in podcast episodes. I don't know if there's one specifically about it, but I do know I talk a lot about controlling the controllables. And I think that's a big part of having that abundant and grateful mindset. Like if you could really practice gratitude, you're not as focused on the things that are out of your control. So you're not gonna be stressed out about, again, the things that you can control. So you're not going to be so hyper fixated on comparison. You're just going to be focused on what is within your own control. Control the controllables. I am in complete control about how I choose to spend my time, how I choose to, you know, think and feel about certain things. So that's why for me, social media is such a positive tool because I choose to use it as somebody who shares value in helping others, in talking about, you know, my my advice and my tips on confidence and dating and friendships and relationships and all different things that are stemmed from, you know, personal development. So I am using it as a creator for good. And then I'm served that sort of content back. So as a consumer, I have just a a, a all around like more positive I don't know if it's like for you page or timeline or whatever it might be so those are things within my control how I choose to use social media how I choose to spend my time and how I choose to think and feel and act and behave as a result of you know what I'm consuming on a daily basis so that's why when I see these videos like this aesthetic is in, this aesthetic is out. That's why I just scroll right past it because it doesn't serve me for the greater good. It doesn't add value to my life. It doesn't affect my life. I don't need it. I don't need to see it. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't help me. It doesn't hurt me. It's simply people sharing their opinions that has no impact on my life, nor would I have an impact on their life. So it doesn't matter if I did or did not do what they said to do or what they said not to do because this is a stranger. This is somebody online and it has nothing to do with me and I have nothing to do with them. So I know this episode was a big like 
reality check, tough love, wake up call type of episode, but I had to put it out there because no one else is saying it and I will be the one to say it because I'm the one who wants the best for you girls. I want you girls to be the most confident version of you. I want your self-esteem to be through the roof. I want you to find your own personal style. I want you to trust yourself. Do not put your trust in what other people are saying. You have to trust in yourself. Trust in what feels right to you, feels good to you, what makes you feel better about yourself. And that will lead you the happiest, most abundant, beautiful mindset and lifestyle that you could ever possibly be living. I am going to skip on a Dear Victoria submission for today because I don't have any pertaining to this topic of discussion. And the ones that I do have are super, 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 super long and just very redundant on mostly girls sending me the same old red flags in every other guy and asking what it means and what they should do. And I'm just not going to sit here and tell every single girl to break up with all their boyfriends. I think if you listen to just about any of my episodes, then you'll know what my opinion is on that email. So if you have something that you need advice on, you want me to discuss, absolutely does not have to be in relationships or dating. It could be any topic that you possibly want, please email me. My email is victoria.forthegirlspodcast at gmail.com. Make the subject say, Dear Victoria, and please do not make the email too, too, too long because when it's too long, I cannot use it. It's just way too much to share. So again, whatever situations you need advice on or just want to vent about, please send it there. And if it pertains to an upcoming episode, I will absolutely use it and share my input and insight and advice for you. And aside from that, if you have not yet left me a review, please do so wherever you listen to For The Girls, but especially on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app, you can leave five stars on both. And then on the Apple Podcast app, you can leave a review altogether just on my show in general at the bottom of the show profile page on Apple Podcast app on Spotify. You can leave individual episode reviews as you finish each episode. A question box will come up asking what did you think about this episode. Please fill that out and let them know how much you loved and enjoyed this episode. And that is all we have for today. So until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 